Reddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, January fifth. We're are we, we're feeling good in twenty twenty, right? Like I me, mean, like I know the basketball team didn't play great, but overall, football team makes up for it a little bit. But also basketball, I feel like I feel like you're a Jordan Bowden away from being competitive, and obviously Jordan Bowden has the ability to play as good as Jordan Bowden. Mm-hmm. He's just not doing it right now. So you have that hope. Yeah, and I kind of like – and it made me excited when Pruitt, after the game, was say that he said that this is the decade for the Vols. I'm like, ooh. It's, he's a volunteer, dude. How weird is that? It is weird. I'll be honest. I, I thought I, I thought the Bama would always kind of haunt him. Yeah, you I mean, I he would like, be he would leave like firsthand, but now you're like, oh, I don't, I don't think he does. I think he's always respected UT because, like, I think he's he's been honest about it. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's been like, you know, the Vols were, they were there, you know, with Bama when I was growing up. Like, yeah, we knew who Tennessee was and how they played. I think he was genuine about that, but I don't think he really like loved being at Tennessee. I think he loves being at Tennessee now. Mm-hmm. Like that video, he's first off, you rare. I feel like Jeremy Pruitt rarely speaks with that kind of passion. And it, it sounded pretty passionate volunteer. Yeah, I, th- I think the Alabama game. He's like, man, I hate Alabama too. Like, he, yeah, like that game like made him. No, absolutely a VFL. Absolutely, it. You really saw the change too. Mm-hmm. Turn the team around to have a true volunteer at the helm. helm. Yeah. So, are you ready to get into the game? The specific game? Yeah, we can. Do can that. can can we tell them about our friends? Yeah, Commercial Bank. Let's do that before we get into. You gonna tell them what we'll, we got today? We'll talk about the Gator Bowl. Yeah, we're gonna talk. We are gonna talk about the Gator Bowl here in just a second. We've also got some recruiting news. We will talk about the LSU game. I mean, there's there's a glimmer of hope in the LSU game. There, we saw some stuff. We'll talk about that. We have the college football playoff, uh, the NFL playoffs, and then our segments. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you about our friends at Commercial Bank. Commercial Bank is your neighborhood bank. And they're a leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional national banks. Whether it's purchasing a home, saving for your child's future, or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of the way to navigate life, big decisions, life made better. Visit cbtn.com to learn more and find a branch near you. Any financial need you may need, go check out Commercial Bank. Do it. Go check them out. I'm dreading my arteries today. My phone's cracking even more. I, I uh, dropped it yesterday. So are you, you going to have to just bite the bullet and buy a new one? I think I am. I really don't want to, especially since I want to go out to California for Hunter's wedding. Oh. Yeah. So, trying to trying to save some money. iPhones are expensive. They are. <laughs> They're really expensive. And you can't go Android. No. Not, Once not, you go not, iPhone, you can never not go at, back. Not at this point. I can't go Android. <laughs> I actually loved my, I had a Samsung Galaxy, uh, like one of the early ones, mm-hmm. and I loved it. But I needed I needed the blue, the blue but, text message. But you you never want to be the the guy in the group text. Yeah, that, no, I as the Android. I respect. I have to have an iPhone. Yeah, yeah. I respect that. Um, Tennessee going down to Jacksonville. I felt a little nervous. I mean, I don't know if I expressed it enough on this show, but I was talking to you about it right before the game, and I, I think it grew the closer we got to the game. I just I don't know. Felt something felt Indiana felt underrated. I think I felt more confident when I look at the stats, but then I remember watching the Penn State game, and there's just something that made me nervous. I, I was kind of the opposite. I, I thought 
when we first like got the ball, I was like, man, this is going to be a pretty good game. And then, you know, the more I dove down and researched Indiana and, and the way Tennessee was playing, I was just like, there's no way we lose this game. I'm glad. Well, I mean, you're right. There was no way. What was it? Uh, 14 points in 30 seconds? Yeah. I mean, that's uh, – Jared Garantano looked good on those drops. Yeah. I mean, Eric Gray looked better, but right. it's hard to top what he did. Mm-hmm. But – Yeah, he checked it down. I mean, that's – I mean, people want to talk about Tom Brady and how he always checks down, but dude's like one of the best – he's like one of the best to ever do it. Yeah. And that's all he does. No, absolutely. I, I, there's an art to it for sure. Yep. There's an there's an art to the check down. Um, I, hope, I, I think I hope they're Tom talking Brady about will. in here that uh, I I don't know why Carson Wentz. I guess I missed when Carson Wentz went out, but they were talking about Josh McCown and how Josh McCown was teaching Carson Wentz that the check down is okay. Yeah, like, that's, absolutely. It's okay to do that. I mean, not all the time, and not on third down. If it's not only not only short of the chains, but a check down short of the line of scrimmage on third down. Yeah, so there there was definitely one of those when JG hit Tim Jordan. A short of the line of scrimmage, right? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, we, we like lost the yard. Golly, man. I mean I mean I I think everybody can agree we're one decent quarterback away from being a really good football team. Right. And I don't know if Brian Maurer was that decent quarterback. I don't I don't I, I'm really not sure. Like I don't have an opinion. I don't I I can't construct an opinion well enough. I mean, it's crazy. JG was the SEC Player of the Week against Missouri, and then he comes out and craps the the bed against a subpar Indiana defense. Did you see me try to make fun of that Missouri fan? But it was a Michigan fan. Uh uh-uh. uh So he had that. You know that that sailor tiger hat that Missouri uses all the time. Yeah. He that dude had, I guess, a Michigan one, like a Wolverine with it, and it was like it was either black and white or just not not a good picture. And so I thought it was a Missouri fan, and he said something about. Garantano being a or somebody being a bad coach on the offensive or a bad player, and I was like, "Well, we threw for four hundred yards and whatever on your defense, and your coach is supposed to be a defensive expert." And he was like, "When did Tennessee ever do that to Michigan?" And I was like, "Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah." I was like, "Oh, well, I, I thought it was funny. I don't. I think I left." That's one where uh, you do the the uh, Simpson. When he like just goes back into the bush. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh well, you're right. They, I, I can't recall them ever doing that to Michigan. Sorry, that was that was off topic, but it was uh, talking about Jared Garantano. I mean, man, yeah, it's you just we should have we should have thrown for much. We should have blew much him much out. more on on against Missouri. We should have blew him out. I mean, we were we whooped them on like in every aspect of the game besides. The score, we yeah. just couldn't score when we got down there. Yeah. I, man, Peyton, Peyton Ramsey had is, that has to be his, one of his better games of the year, probably his best. He really only he only had sixty yards rushing, I think, which I know is a lot for 54. A quarterback. Fifty four. That's a lot for a quarterback, but at the same time, I feel like he he made so many bad plays into good plays. I think it seemed like more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we got pressure all night. It was just containing him in the pocket. He he would get out and and get loose, but. I thought the defense played really well, and I think they played pretty they, good all year. Yeah, and you gotta you would like to see them them find a better way to contain him earlier. Um, I mean, we finally figured out bringing pressure was the way to the way to contain him. And we finally committed to it, but it took 
three and a half quarters. Well, even that last drive, we we uh, only brought three guys. And On the first get, play, right? Yeah, and then we, we, brought, we gave out yeah. a, a long pass, yeah. and, and Pruitt's like, okay, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah, yeah so we brought – yeah, so we finally figured it out. But, again, it took three, maybe more than three and a half quarters yeah. to figure out what it was going to take. Um, and, and, I mean, the first drive, we talked about how important the first drive was. Uh, stop – you know, if you don't stop Indiana, it's not the it's not the big – you know, the worst thing in the world. It, right. They do it all the time. But if you do stop them, that's, that's awesome. That's that's their – that's what one of their crutches. Like if they get that, they feel confident. I felt I felt good after the interception on the first drive. Yeah, felt very good. But just couldn't score. Just couldn't yeah. put it. Just couldn't put it away. I mean, you go into the half six three. You're like, all right, you know, we're gonna score this half, and then they come out and we throw a pick six. They go down and score, and then you're like, oh crap! You know, we're running out of time. But I, I do love how this team just didn't panic and continued to run the football. Yeah, and because we could have ran the football all night, but I, I understand like your weapons are are at receiver, and that first pass to Jawan Jennings that was JG's first opportunity to throw his way after the after he was suspended for the first half. I mean, but you can't you can't do that. First off, it's not a good throw. No, like period. The actual physical throw. I mean, but you, he was. I mean, everyone knew who he was throwing to. Yep. They, or they knew it was coming sooner or later, and they were bite. I mean, they were ready to bite on it. Mm-hmm. They would have sold out for it if you'd passed someone else. They would have sold and, out to Jennings. And if he would have caught it, like you know, everybody in the crowd would have been hyped because Juwan Jennings caught that first. Pass. But we would all. I mean, we would all look back and be like, "That's a stupid throw." Yeah. It, it, but I mean, if it was a good throw, then like every like he was literally trying to do that to to get the crowd into it. Yeah. To get Juwan Jennings involved, get him involved early. Um. But yeah, just can't make that throw in triple coverage. Absolutely, no, I agree. It's uh, it was that was an ugly one, and but they they did they took they they did what it took to win. So yeah, uh-huh. and it, and I mean, you, you mentioned the running game. That's the big. I mean, that's the biggest thing. I'm surprised to see we only had a 136 yards rushing. I thought we'd have more than that. I thought we'd be closer to 200. And we only rushed <coughs> 35 times. Yeah, which I Ooh. guess seems like a lot, but. 136 yards, 35 times. I feel like it. If we ran like 45 times, the way Eric Gray was running the football later on in the game, you would you would think. Yeah. I mean, he could have had a hundred. He only had 14 carries for 86 yards. If you give that him 20, he's definitely over 100. I, I think you talked about how big that would be for him to have a huge game coming off the Vanderbilt game, and then mm-hmm. into this. I mean, golly, that's got to be. He's got to be. He's probably your number one back coming into. Oh yeah, you you would think. I mean, he's just so. He's so dynamic, um, and when he gets in the open field, he can make things happen. Whereas Tim Jordan and you know Ty Chandler, and, and I think they'll be huge in roles, but as far as like taking on the load as that number one back, I think you have to roll with Eric Gray. Yeah, he just gives you so much more. Is there any any freshman you see at least competing for that that two number two slot, or you think either Ty Chandler um, has it sealed up, or there's just no one ready enough? I don't. I don't know. I I want to see how long Lenith Whitehead is going to actually be at running back. So they are playing someone. Yeah, I thought someone wrote it backwards. I saw someone tweet and say that he wanted to play linebacker, but I thought he wanted to play running back, and that's why he came here. It's because we said we. Yes, that's it. Okay. Yep. So I, I don't know how long he's actually going to be at. Running how long back do you think? Because he looks. He looks like a linebacker. 
how long do you think he'll be at Tennessee? That just doesn't sound like a good formula to be here long term. Well, I mean, we're giving them the opportunity, and I, right. I think it's been relayed to him that you know you're going to have the opportunity to play running back, and if it's if it's not it, then we'll get you over to the defensive side of the ball. Right, but does that not just sound like a formula for like transfer? Like, I, like what if like the first two weeks it's clear he's not a running back, but he thinks he's playing well, so he wants to continue playing, and the coaches move him. I mean, that just reeks of a transfer. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they. I don't know anything. The, the Jimmy Holiday, I mean, that's that's one they expect him to be a wide receiver, but they're going to give him the opportunity to play. Yeah. I guess that's building. I mean, I guess just building the trust. That's just wild to me. It just seems like you're almost guaranteed. You know, not almost guaranteeing, but you're leaving a lot up to chance of a transfer. Yeah. Rather uh, than just going and getting a guy. But I, I, and, I, I think there's more talk into, you know, we're going to give you the best opportunity to get on the field. Right, no. Because, I mean, Pruitt will switch anybody anywhere. Yeah. yeah. It does not matter who you again are. Again and again. Like, yeah. you know, two or three times. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. T. Hodge might get some carries. He'd probably be a redshirt candidate, in my opinion. Unless really? he just balls out. But, I mean, I think in the future, you could see, you know, Laneith Whitehead or... Who's the last guy out of Maribel? to really come and, like, ball out at a big school. I mean, because Pat Robinette really, I think he could have been a baller at Vanderbilt, <laughs> but he wasn't really ever given the chance. Was, was it, uh, it Aaron uh, Douglas? Aaron Douglas, is that it? That... Well, you had the the Clemson center. Oh, yes. He, did, he didn't get a lot of, like, talked about, but he was a starter on that championship team. Yeah. I, don't, I forget his name. Gilbert. Gr- Grill? Gr- yeah, something yes. kind of strange. Yeah, um, I can't remember. The... I, I, yeah, I forgot about him. So, okay. I guess that that guy was more recent, 2013. Yeah. So, because Pat Robinette graduated in probably like 2011, 12, maybe? Yeah, something like that. So, I guess that wasn't that long ago. But, yeah, that's I'm curious to see what, what he does at the, uh, at not only the next level, but the SEC. But you're talking about freshmen. I mean, in this game, the freshmen stepped up. You know, we, we all talked about the seniors and how they were going to go out and Juwan coming into the second half. I mean, I think those guys had pretty decent games, but the most talked about was the freshmen. And and you saw Crouch got a touchdown. Keaton had two recep- two big receptions. Jalen McCullough played well. I think he's going to be um, – I think we have a question about something like that that I, I, I will mention him again. Um, Eric Gray, of course, the MVP. Um, Henry Toto played his best game of the year. He played really well. Um, he, he's kind of been picked on a little bit in coverage just across the middle. You know, he's always he, – he's been great, like, in the run game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I feel like he kind of struggled a little bit just, you know, being a freshman. And I feel like a lot of that is just the speed of the game and him really not being in here in, in the spring. Right. And, and another thing that not only did he play well, but really just kind of played well after the first quarter. The first quarter, the linebackers – and it wasn't all their fault – that Indiana was able to slip a, a tight end, um, you know, right in there. But the linebackers struggled to cover him. Yeah. And they, they figured it out. And yeah, they made well. adjustments. Yeah. yeah. But so that, so he started poorly and then figured it out and played really well. Yeah, I thought he did great of <clears throat> uh, getting the, the running backs out of the backfield. I, I thought he played his best game. He looked like our best defensive player. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, uh, uh, I yeah. think he's going to be or, an absolute baller. Yeah, Warrior looked good again. He he about 
I can't believe he dropped that pick. Whew, that was. Yeah. I thought he had that one. Mm-hmm. I was he not expecting contact. I don't know. I mean, that's that seems wild to me. Yeah, he made a really big play in the end zone though. At the end, pretty sure he did, and it was oh my. Oh goodness. yeah, no, it the, was close. Watching the, the replay, I think the guy made a ran a really good route, didn't he? I think he saw him at the last minute behind him and and turned and found him. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yep. that's what it was. He would have been yeah running wide open in the back of the end zone. Yes, he made an incredible play there. Uh, yeah, I thought Sean, Sean Schamberger played a really good game. Well, we're talking about this. Let's do it. Big players. I have it written down. I'm just curious. Like yeah, one your biggest player on offense, but like, most impact. I mean, or un- uh, most underrated. Whatever you want. Underrated. To I, I would. I would definitely say Trey Smith. I mean, he. You think he had an underrated game? I feel like everybody was talking about him. Well, I, I guess because he's a lineman. Because he's a lineman, you, you think you underrated. Think- Eric Gray is probably definitely your MVP, so you definitely think offensively it'd be Eric Gray. But I think Trey Smith, you know, just able to run behind him and him just mauling. I think there was like three plays in a row where 47 was on the ground getting blocked by Trey Smith. Right. Right. So, yeah, I, would, okay. I don't know if underrated, but I would say a guy that maybe doesn't get the, the same recognition as Eric Gray would be Trey Smith. So, yeah, I guess I'm kind of the same way because I'm – Maybe someone would give it to him, but Jawan Jennings, I think, is who I would give it to. The impact he had two really big catches, mm-hmm. but he only had two, and they were huge. Um, always makes an impact other other places on the field. Yeah, whether it be blocking, just running a good route, get it clearing space, he's always finding ways to impact. And I thought I thought he impacted the game. I thought Josh Palmer had a really good game too. Six he catches did. for sixty eight yards. <clears throat> Gonna be great. Oh, I forgot. It's gonna oh, be, get that victory cap. Yeah, got, got to get that victory cap um, for that for that win. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see his development um, next year, being that number one guy uh, come spring. Yeah, you said Darnell Wright, uh, Josh Palmer. Oh, Josh Palmer. I yeah. don't know. Well, I was thinking about Darnell Wright. Um, Darnell Washington. That's so weird that like Tennessee fans ignored that. Oh, yeah. Like, you think it wouldn't be ignored. The Darnell Washington going to Georgia? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think everybody kind of expected it, so that probably yeah, had I guess that impacts something it. to do with it, but whatever. I mean, have fun blocking <laughs> at Georgia. Yeah. I mean, they get them more involved than we do, so. It's true. I, I just thought it was weird in his interview. He talked about how Coley developed great tight ends and I'm like who <laughs> David Njoku at Miami I wouldn't say that's all on him but whatever <laughs> whatever it's over with he's going to Georgia uh, but yeah yeah like uh, you said are we, we, it. are we gonna go defense now yeah talk about some defensive players that impact the game I think the obvious is Sean Sam- I think that was a question yeah Sean Schamberger who who else but probably not Sean Schamberger I kind of just want to say Sean Schamberger because he played Outstanding. Biggest surprise player from the game from the Gator Bowl other than Sean Schamberger. Biggest surprise. I mean, maybe Eric Gray. Because you I don't know. Did people expect it again? I did I don't know if I expected it. I thought it could happen, but I didn't expect a Vanderbilt like performance. Yeah. I I didn't think so either. I didn't really think he would get as much touches as didn't think he'd get get the opportunities to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess it's part of Rolling with that hot hand, so absolutely, I, I like that. But 
obviously Sean Chamberger had the game of his last, you know, Walt Fillier uh, had four touches for negative 10 yards. He was an all Big Ten player. Yeah, how come we're able to do that to their all-star player? And their quarterback's not terrible, but let him do whatever he wants. Why are we able to do that? I will never understand. Yeah. I mean, he he had a QBR of 53, so it's not – I wouldn't say he just, like, lit us up, but he, he did have a good – he ran I mean, 17 times, though. His, his ability to affect the game by extending plays is what killed us. Yeah. And turning negative plays into we positive just, plays. We just could not get him on the ground. No. Slippery man. Yep. But yeah. I mean, that that's huge for a defense. I mean, that's – say if Jawan Jennings came in and didn't have a catch. Like, like you would think you had got – you got killed. Yeah. And I, I think we absolutely blow them out, taking out failure. Um, I think we kind of limited Peyton Ramsey a little bit. I mean, he's thrown – he's oh. proved that he can throw for over 300 yards. Yeah, and I mean – keeping them. I mean, overall, they only scored 22 points. How good can a quarterback play when you only score 22 points? And he wouldn't points? have got over 200 if, like, that last drive didn't happen. Right. So. Yeah. No, good yeah, win. I, great, great win to start off the new year. Yeah, great win. Almost, almost an ugly loss, real ugly loss. And it's just part of that. I think since we've been on this winning streak, it's just part of the theme here is just finding a way to win. I mean, yeah, I think so too. I think that's that. That is the exact theme. Yep. Is through it all, you found ways to win. Yep. So, and it don't matter. It doesn't have to be pretty. If you win, you win. Yeah. So some. Yeah. So what, what's your saying? A win is a win is a win. A win. A win is a win is a win. Yeah. Uh, is that yours? I don't know if that's my saying. I've said it. Yeah, you've said it a couple times. That, that's. I mean, I, I haven't mean, really I, heard that. I'll take an ugly loss, or I'll take a uh, ugly ugly win over a pretty loss. I say that all the yeah. time too. That's true. Um. But so oh something I wanted to mention. So we finished the year on a six a.m. winning streak. Yeah. Are you nervous if we beat Oklahoma, upset Oklahoma on the road next year to start the year? Am I nervous? Because it's got to probably going to be the opposite of last year. We have those two deflating losses. <laughs> you yeah. start sweating a little bit. You're like, oh, no. I don't, I don't I don't know because if I start thinking like that, I'm thinking like we have Butch Jones as a coach. And I, I want to <laughs> think this staff is a lot better than that staff who was able to win – you know, those games at the start of the season, but not able to finish it. I, I feel like since Pruitt has been the head coach at Tennessee, he's preached on finishing. Yeah. So I, I want to hope that it's not going to be that case. Now, will it make me nervous? Yeah, of course. And every <laughs> Everything know, that happens as a Tennessee fan. Right, yeah. You, you have that PTSD of Butch yeah. Jones. Always. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but I, I like that stat that um, the one in – yeah, one in 471. 471. So, yeah, so 471 FBS opponents down 13 with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. None of them have won. That's all in 471. Yeah, that's honestly an incredible stat. Until the Vols, baby. Yeah. Also, what about the. Like, Paxton Brooks didn't have a great job punting the ball. I mean, everybody kind of saw that, but. To just go out there and execute that play, the onside kick, that's that's pretty remarkable. Because that's not an easy thing to do. No, it's not. And 
it was an incredible onside kick. What Mississippi State, Mississippi State, Indiana was, um, keep thinking about the Mississippi State coach. I want to talk about that. I also want to talk about Jalen Hurd. Don't let me forget about the, either of those. Um, Indiana was doing by lining up like that. We had four, like, people stacked. Yeah. Right in that gap. Tom Allen said. He did. Like, he was yelling it before the play. No, he, he said that it came up, but they did not think they would actually do it. Yeah, and we we did we lined up like normal, right? But why would you not fix that gap? I I don't know. Like it's it's asking for an onside kick. They they thought that their defense was playing like our defense was playing good enough that they would kick it off to us and let their defense play. Yeah, that was their thought. I don't know why so, you uh, chance that. I mean, you got, I, I, know, I understand like you're telling me what Tom Allen was saying. Yeah. I just I don't understand why you would chance it. You got to I mean that you got out coached. Like Jeremy Pruitt's got some balls on him, dude. He, and, I mean, and, and if if you're Tom Allen, you do enough research where you know if Jeremy Pruitt has a chance to like take a lead or get some momentum, he's gonna take it. Absolutely, absolutely. So he balls of steel. I don't like. He doesn't look at it like. I feel like his answer. Did you? Did someone ask like that actual question? Why did you onside decide to onside kick it? And yeah, he was it like was right after the game because we were down to score. He was like. Yeah, because we're down score. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think like he thought of it like, yeah, we kind of have to onside kick it here. Like that's, and they're like, did you practice that play? He's like every week. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way Jeremy Pruitt <laughs> just practices that play once a week. That man loves a good onside kick. He does. I'm sure every time they go, yeah, special teams that oh, they yeah. practice that. Wonder what other ones he's got cooked up for us. I'm excited to see. <laughs> Um, but that question, going back to who kind of surprised you, I would say um, Jalen McCullough. Just just for him, I guess, getting yeah, the opportunity to play. And I think a lot of these freshmen, they really thrived with that, those extra practices, like Henry To'o To'o, um, Eric Gray, I'm sure, just to get healthy and, and just become more confident in what you're doing. Right. Um, so I, I thought Jalen McCullough looked great. I mean, he did give up the long pass in the fourth quarter. But, dude, I, I thought he really looked like he's – I mean, he, he's going to be a star in this defense. Oh. With Pruitt and Ansley, yeah. I mean, they're going to make him into a star. He's improved throughout the year. Yeah. This is his, like, kind of coming out party for mm-hmm. that. And I'm going to go against the question here and say Sean Chamberger. Like, he was that outstanding. Yeah. You, and, and, and you, you said it. So. You said it on Wednesday. You said you, you assumed they would put Chamberger over him. Or at least some, some yeah, he would be somebody here. that would yeah. – that would be over him. And uh, to, to do what he was able to do all night, he was able to create havoc, and, and mm-hmm. he created turnover by doing it and just played really well. Um, so I'm going to go Sean Berger. Or Sean Berger. Sean Schamberger played that well. And he had a big him. sack. Yes. We had two, three DBs with sacks, didn't we? Um, we had four sacks total. We had Roman Harrison, Sean Schamberger, Alante Taylor. Um. Alante Taylor got saved by either Batuli or Taylor, too. He about slipped out of that sack. Oh, it doesn't. It it, it gave, I guess, Darrell Taylor that sack, but okay. I think it was Alante Taylor pretty much there. But It should have been a half. Like, but Darrell Taylor was credited with one and a half sack, okay. and then Matthew Butler is credited with a half a sack. Okay. So only one DB actually had one? Yeah. But, yeah, Alante Taylor should have got at least, at least a half. A half. Yeah. yeah. yeah should have sure. got half. Um. I'm, I hate to take us into a more dull mood, 
with basketball. Are you ready to? You have anything else for the Gator Bowl? No, tax. Do you want me, to go ahead and do the the Gator team Bowl. news and recruiting news? Oh, oh yes. I'm sorry, I skipped. Before over we just get into full basketball, let me. Uh, yeah, you go ahead. And let's let's talk about something. Okay. So Brock Vandegrift, um, a five star. Um, this was kind of I think over a week ago, but I forgot to mention it last episode. Um, decommitted from Oklahoma, Tennessee was in his top six. Um, it said in his kind of letter he wrote on, on Twitter that um, he wanted to be closer to home and being around family for Christmas kind of um, kind of led him to that. So he is very close to Athens. He's about 30 minutes away from Athens, Georgia. Um, is Georgia the leader right now in the clubhouse? Um, I mean, it's – just because that, of the close that's to home that's the statement. Thought. Yeah, that that's yeah. absolutely the thought. Um, so like it, like when when he says home, everybody's thinking University of Georgia, not you know within four hours or. But it's weird because I think hours. some of his family is Auburn fans. His dad isn't is a Tennessee fan. Okay, so you know he's been up here for a visit. So I mean, I'm I'm interested to see where that recruitment heads right um because you would think georgia would be the favorite i'm sure auburn will be up there and, and probably tennessee just because he, he's been up here on a visit he likes the coaching staff likes jim cheney obviously because everybody just likes jim cheney like he's just a likable <laughs> old not he's jolly not, yeah he's yeah he's a jolly <laughs> just a big dude and he's funny because like you know every Bigger person is is funnier than a smaller person, dude. You know, fat people are infinitely funnier. Yeah, I'll say it. I'm fat. I'll I'll say it. <laughs> um, and then obviously Darnell Washington going to Georgia. We all kind of knew it was coming, um, right? Brandon Kennedy was. We found out right after the bowl game that he was um, granted his sixth year of eligibility and will be back next year. That's huge for that offensive line just to get, you know, if Trey Smith doesn't doesn't come back, you get four out of your five starters back. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Trey Smith? I mean, surely he goes, right? That's, but some people are thinking or have said they they think. Yeah. And and if you weren't sure, I think Thursday yeah. night made you sure. That, that man earned what, some money on. That flag wave was it just looked like a final, yeah. a man's final moments. Yeah, it looked like his goodbye. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, he did, I, I mean, he played that. outstanding. And that poor linebacker that had to play against him. Sorry, forty-seven. Like <laughs> that poor guy. Yep. Mm. And then uh, David Johnson is uh, the running backs coach is headed to Florida State. That sucks. That's that's yeah. It's a big swallow. loss. I mean, and I don't think the, I don't think the role is unfillable. No, like I think there's plenty of people that can. Fill it, but not in the same way that David Johnson. Like, there will be a hole left by him. Yeah, like, the I've, impact said, he has. I've said this multiple times. I thought David Johnson, when he came onto the staff, he was the most underrated hire Pruitt had. Yeah. Um, and his relationship yeah, yeah. into Memphis, you know, Aaron Hayden, we had him on the show last week, and he talked about just how his, you know, relationship was with David Johnson and how right. he, you know, mended those relationships in the city of Memphis and got guys here. You know, Mari Thomas, Jabari Small, the Whitehaven Trio, Eric Gray. You know, those all five guys, you know, he was the lead recruiter for them. Right. So, if you don't have David Johnson, do you get those guys? 
You might get one or two, but do you get all of them? No. Right. So, yeah, it, it's going to be huge to, to feel. I, I don't really know. You know, Jay Graham is always going to be on, on somebody's list. But he just got a promotion last year. Does, does he leave Texas a right. to I, be the running backs coach? Right. I, I don't know either. That's I feel like Jay Graham. And Jabari Davis said, Jay said no, but Swain, I think, said, you know, call him and yeah. check it out. So, I mean, I, I would love Monteria Hardesty to come back. I think that's yeah. that would be an underrated hire. You won't have to spend a crap ton of money, I wouldn't think, because he's an up-and-comer. Did he, did he go with Tyson Helton? Is that where he's at? He's at Charlotte. Charlotte, okay. Yeah. Charlotte. Yeah. Um, so, Who, I mean, he... Did somebody go with Tyson Helton? I thought someone did. I think he was going to, maybe, Okay, so... And then he went to Charlotte? Gotcha. Maybe. I... I... Th- I Vaguely remember something like that as well, but okay. but yeah, he's at Charlotte right now. I mean, he knows exact. He's worked with the staff. He's um, he knows what it takes to be a successful running back at Tennessee. Right, right. I feel like that's that's something. If you don't get like your Jay Graham, whoever. I mean, I don't really know who else is really out there. Robert Gillespie is at North Carolina. Right. Can't, well, so you like Monterey Hardesty as the running backs coach? You think like. How good of an impact does he have recruiting? That's my question. Because I feel like that's the biggest void you're losing with David Johnson. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, but does the, he have, does he have an area he has a strong relationship with? See, so yeah, I don't I don't really know that. I mean, if you're wanting okay. to recruit Memphis, I guess you go get a Memphis guy, maybe. Yeah, I mean. Is it just Memphis that we're trying to get? Is that all we're going to try to feel? Because if if that's so, why not make Niedemeyer, move Niedemeyer, and then get a uh, you know get a tight ends coach or something? Right. No, I don't. I don't know if it's necessarily Memphis you're trying to get, but a broad area with a lot of talent. I mean, I, maybe. I th- yeah, I so think like if you a, have a good relationship with like Metro, you know, Metro Atlanta, mm-hmm. and no one else really does. Like that's that would be a quality. Because I I feel like void. I feel like T Martin would do a fine job in Memphis. You know, Derek Ansley's obviously done well. I think there's enough for so there's plenty of plenty think, of guys on the staff that I'm actually kind of mistaken. The David Johnson, obviously, it's you don't want to see him go. He's done a good job, but it's not going to. He's going to be replaced. I don't think it's going to kill us recruiting right. because you have so many good recruiters on this staff. Okay, interesting. I was just curious. So, thoughts. I mean, it, could Monterio Hardesty come in and recruit? Maybe. I don't I don't, I don't really know his I, – I do know he does a lot of recruiting. He posts a lot of it. So, I know mm-hmm. he's well involved in Charlotte in recruiting. So, he's an up-and-comer. So, I, I mean, that, that's why I think give him a chance. I mean, he's one that you could probably get here – get him here and have him here for a long time. If that's what you right. want is stability on your staff, I feel like that's where I would go. Okay. Interesting. I like it. Any other do you have any questions for football? We can hit them one more. I don't. That's the only okay. question we just have. The was that one, yeah. One. Yeah. Any more team news, recruiting news? Um no. All right. Well why are you taking your victory cap off? Yeah. Let me tell you about my guys, my friends at eight six five axe throwing. It is a one-of-a-kind experience. It's perfect for date nights, birthdays, anniversaries, friends night out, 
wedding parties, corporate team building events, A65 axe throwing, where locals hang out. They're the first axe throwing range in Knox County and the only outdoor range in the area. They have a friendly, knowledgeable axe coaches that can teach anyone how to throw confidently and safely. Once you stick your first axe, you will be hooked. It's located only 15 minutes from downtown. Their atmosphere can't be beat. Throw axes, play cornhole, tabletop checkers, mega jinga, or just hang out by the fire. They are family-friendly farm fun. Guys, go check them out. Don't forget to use the promo code More Important Issues at check in. Get your $5 off. Yeah, do it. Let's go to the We still need to go. Yeah. I feel like January, we might be able to squeeze in a night. I feel like it's not as busy. Yeah. Let's try. Especially, like, football is, like, winding down. Right. Right. I think, like, the last game is next Monday, right? Yeah. Uh, No, no, no. Yes, next Monday. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. And you still have NFL, but even that, like, it's playoff time and... There's not as many games. There's no. not an eight o'clock game tonight. No. So. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah, we'll try to get out there. Um. Victory caps off. Yeah, it's off. It's unfortunate. Do you want to talk about good news or bad news first? Let's just let's just hit it. <laughs> so you don't want to talk about Viscobi yet? I mean, yeah, we can talk about Viscobi. Uh, I mean, so, what was your? What was your initial? Th- I don't know. What were you thinking when he started? I mean, because. We all know Rick Barnes. Yeah. We did not think he was starting that man. Especially when it was like two weeks ago when it was like, no, we probably he probably wouldn't play. And then it right. was like, oh, it's up to him. And now he's starting in his first game that he's available. Right. I mean, that, that just did goes. A, did a fine job. Yeah. I mean, you, you really couldn't ask any more of him. I mean, other than turnovers, but did you think you'd get 18 points out of somebody who's been on campus for a week and six rebounds? He was our leading rebounder, right? Yeah. 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 It's not, I mean, that's not good that he was our leader, but six rebounds is, is good. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he's going to be a solid player. Do I think he's going to be a, a one and done guy? No, no I, absolutely not. I, I don't think that, but I think he's somebody who's aggressive, not scared to shoot somebody who can get to the rim uh, and get people involved around him. And I think he's the one true point guard that we've needed. That was an incredible play. Yeah, that was DK Metcalf. That dude's insane. Yeah. That was an incredible throw, too. Throw, catch, finish. We're watching the Seahawks game. If you're not watching it, keep watching us. We'll tell you about it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Sorry, I just took us completely off topic. I felt like that was good enough to to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. That seemed like. Especially that we lost. If we were winning, we probably wouldn't have interrupted. (laughs) Right, right. Um, but yeah, the non-turnovers, you know, that's something that's going to get cleaned up. And he mentioned after the game that he knew that it was going to be faster. They're going to be, um, you know, longer than, than what he's used to playing. Right. And for him to come out and just, and that's not an easy environment. Like, even though he's playing for the home team, that's not an easy environment to go in and play in. No. Especially your first time. It might be a little bit more intimidating playing because yeah, when of, when has he ever been in a arena that big, like with that many people playing in front of? Him? I would. I mean, you wouldn't think. I mean, it's like high school. Or yeah, I, I I don't want to say ever, but I mean, I'm kind of leaning toward that. I mean, European basketball is not as big as it is here. Is that where he's playing? Was in Europe? Well, he's been playing in Australia. Okay. Um, at gotcha. the NBA Global Academy, but he's from Uruguay, South America. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah no, but there's not even less basketball there. Right. So, um, 
yeah, no, I all, all around, like I said, a fine game. Obviously, it wasn't excellent, but it didn't help that his teammates weren't playing excellent. He had some crucial turnovers. Mm-hmm. Se- several of them turned to points. Um, I just, I mean, I feel like I feel like him playing well and getting the start. I think should show show us why we should be patient with Barnes. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of unfortunate events that led us to where we are now. Right. Well, I think Viscovi, even if Lamonte's playing, I think Viscovi plays yesterday still. Oh, yeah. He might not start, think, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think he starts. But I think Barnes is a good coach. And I just think be patient and trust him. I'm using the Viscovi thing as proof. Like, he played well. Barnes knew what he's doing. DJ Burns, as as frustrating as it is that we didn't play him, maybe Rick Barnes knew better than us, is my point. So just trust him and how we work through the season. Yeah, and and a lot of people are like, oh, you can't really give him credit for – you know, the guys that were there like Admiral Schofield and Kyle Alexander. Absolutely you can give him credit for that yeah. because he might not have recruited him, recruited both of those guys, but, but he developed them. He Absolutely. developed them into, you know, Admiral Schofield was a draft pick. Jordan Bone was a draft pick. Kyle Alexander, he's in the he's in the G League. I mean when Three did stars. when did yeah, when did you ever think when they got on campus those guys would be playing in the NBA? No, absolutely. Even Grant Williams, you did not think he would do anything in the NBA. Right. And he's he started a game for the Celtics. Admiral Schofield started a game for the Celtics. Or the, not the Celtics, the Wizards. Whose team did he play on again? Uh, Grant Williams. Who's AAU team? Uh, is it Bobby Mays? No. No, he was, it was North Carolina. It's a commentator, an ESPN commentator. Or maybe not ESPN. A basketball commentator. Oh, it's a... Uh, 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 uh. Jay, is it Jay Billis? Jay Billis. It yes. is Jay Billis? Okay. I was like, I can't. I couldn't remember who Scott Van Pelt was. Oh, I wanted to, I'm second. like, it wasn't Jay Williams. I was thinking of Duke guy, though. Yeah, Jay yeah, Billis. Gotcha. Gotcha. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean, he absolutely deserves facts. credit. And and, and if the, the whole thing we've heard about this season is, you know, you have to replace that much talent. I feel like with Viscovi coming in, you have a true point guard where that kind of fills a void with Jordan Bone gone. Yes, yeah. and especially with Lamonte gone, that fills that void, right? Because Lamonte, yeah, he was putting up, you know, a couple, you know, over ten points, but he was also having five or six turnovers too to go along with it, right? And Josiah James even uh, he brought the ball uh, down the court a few possessions, and he looked he looked okay controlling the offense for a moment. So that's more up, and he he played well too. He had fifteen points. He looked a, a lot more comfortable yesterday, not having to be yeah. the only guy that can score. Yeah, no, I think I think he's progressed progressed well, and um, I think that's what think you he, saw he well Saturday is what you're going to get from Josiah James. Like that is yeah. the player he is, you know, a right. guy that's going to be very, you know, he's a guy that's going to get you ten to fifteen points. Does a little bit of everything else. Steals rebounds through the freaking roof. Oh yeah, I need him to be more aggressive going to the rim. And that's that's everybody. Everybody he needs might, to, to the He free might throw. be able to out jump pawns. Did, did you see the free throws? They were twelve for fourteen at the free throw line. We were three for five. That's so bad. We you mentioned not, it at halftime. We hadn't shot one before. Yeah, halftime. we did not get to the free throw line um, until the second half. Yeah, you're not gonna win. Any, like you're not gonna win any games to no. no rebounds and free throws, which we ended up out rebounding them, didn't we? Somehow, some way. Yeah, by one, and that was I think that because they were just hitting everything in the second half. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, I mean, we, we just couldn't keep up 
when we cooled down in the second half. You know, we were no. shooting the lights out, and we didn't get it far enough, um, right? You know, a big enough lead when we were shooting the lights out because we had so many freaking turnovers that led to points on the other end. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't defend well, gave up a lot of offensive rebounds. Um, just did not get anything from Jordan Bowden and and Fulkerson. He had like the first. He, he had like two shot two baskets out of our first like four and then he had two more points after that i mean jordan bowden's gonna he's gonna be the heartbeat of this team if he ain't working nothing else is gonna work yeah doesn't matter how well the other four in the game play unless jordan bowden starts playing better yeah if he has a normal night we're in this game yeah i mean we you'd like to think winning it because he had he had a few plays where he struggled I mean, he couldn't shoot. One for 12. Yep. I mean, Fulkerson had – he played 36 minutes. Jalen Johnson played, I think, eight minutes and had four rebounds. Fulkerson – the same amount of rebounds. Fulkerson got abused in the paint last night. Yep. I mean, that was bad. We need, a, we need a big man that can score some baskets and get rebounds, and we just do not have one. You know, I, I think you can thank the NCAA for that. You know, Will Wade's on the sidelines still coaching, and Javante Smart's on the right, floor after receiving a bag. Um, but, yeah, we, we can't get Urosh eligible. It's kind of bullcrap. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I, I hope Urosh. Is that right? Urosh. I hope he's good when he – Yeah, and I, I don't even think he has, like – we're not asking John Fulgerson to be Grant Williams. We're not asking that. Just like, I don't know. Just watching it makes me so mad. Just his, like, he's always on the floor. It just seems like it's so, like, we just, he's so weak in the paint. Yeah. And yeah, then, it's, like, it's bad. You and pointed that, out, he, he got the ball at, like, a 15-footer and was wide open and then, like, passed it off. If you can't like he shoot was scared that, to th- yeah. shoot a 15-footer. A wide-open 15-footer. We're in trouble. I mean, it's not like he had to beat someone, jump over someone. He caught it wide open from 15 feet. You don't think about that shot. You yeah. shoot it. Yeah. Which I, So, I have another. So, first off, Kumwa had zero rebounds. Yep. That is very concerning. And three turnovers. He, he did not play. Until well. we get better play in the paint from Kumwa and Fulkerson, that's another thing. Bowden, I mean, Bowden would help the situation still more than them, but we need them fast to yep. come around fast. Um, and Pons had 18. When are you going to – like, you can't expect that kind of – like, he's he's done it well this year. But I think just where he's at, like, from a basketball standpoint, right? you can't expect that every night. Right. So, and let me ask you this. I want, I'm curious about this. This is my um, – what I wanted to talk about. Do you think we're overcoached on the offensive end? It looks like we're not playing with any instinct. Fulgerson catches that one wide open. What's he doing? Like how I mean, that, how is going to the basket? We're not looking at the sometimes we won't look at the rim at all. And we'll hold the ball for a second and a half, two seconds, plenty of time to at least look to see if it's available. I mean that that could be part of it. I mean A lot we, of a lot of people think it we're lacking coaching. I'm thinking it's being overcoached. Yeah, that we're having to run this this play right. that set, I mean that that's possible. That's absolutely possible, but it, it just looks like there's no identity to what we want. to No, do. It, it does look very like because the it looks like we're like trying to figure out something right now. Like we'll come down to it and run one set, 
And then the next set will be completely different. Like we'll go away from that look entirely. And it's like, like last year you had like plays that the sole reason for that play was to get it down low. Yeah. But I I don't know what our plays are like designed to do. No, like I'm, I'm not, I don't I don't know. Are they designed to get a shooter open? Are they des- right. designed to get us to get a wide open guy? Are we just dribbling around until somebody's kind of open to shoot shoot it when the the clock's low? Like right. I, I don't have any idea what our where we're identity. trying to play bass. Like we don't know where we're trying to play. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and I think I that with you. becomes with like I don't I don't think we have very many strengths to do that with. No, no, certainly not. I mean, because Jordan Bowden would probably be the guy you're trying to spot up most of the time right now, but you can't do that the way he's shooting. Yeah, with when he's one for 12 and you one for six from three, like, I mean, he's probably always going to have the green light, but my Lord. Yeah. But think about if we were able to go through him right now. Yeah. He'd be shooting 20 times per game. But, again, that's go to the rim. Like if no, you, absolutely. You should not be one for 12 and be settled on that. You should no. be able to go to the rim. Go to the free throw line. Go get fouled. That's a concerning stat that we cannot get to the free throw line. Yep. And we're think, not shooting particularly well when we get there. I think a lot of that comes with lack of point guard. Um, so, I think mm. we, we actually have one now that can get it down low. And you saw a lot of his passes. When he got in the lane, like, he was looking for guys, but he was also looking to score. No, and he does a good job penetrating. He does a really good job penetrating. And he, he did get it taken away a lot, you know, obviously the nine turnovers. But I feel like the, the more and more he plays, he's he's going to clean that up. I think speed should surely at least fix some of those. Yeah. Being a little bit quicker. Uh, I mean, he mentioned – and not having to just he knew it was gonna be, but just his like overall like fundamentals in basketball. He's a good basketball player. Yeah, no, I mean just when he he got the he kind of freaked out a little bit when they were pressing him, um, but then he caught one and just did a nasty spin move on a guy. Yeah, and then went up the court. I mean that's the instincts are there. It's just you gotta the, figure out the the speed part, and, and right. that comes with just playing ball. Absolutely, absolutely. So. It's unfortunate. I think we have a shot of being a decent team, but I don't. It doesn't just, help. Javante Smart yesterday shot light. Well, did he shoot lights out? He had twenty one points. I'd say most of those are in the second half, though. So in the second half, I'd, he shot lights out. Yeah. Yeah. Seven he, thirteen, five for nine. He earned his payday. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, we felt so good in the first half. I felt so good. Yeah, and then we 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 shot so well, but we were down at halftime because. Like I said, the the turnovers killed us. We're yeah. shooting great from three, but when you're turning the ball over so many times and it's leading to points on the other end, those three pointers that you hit every now and then aren't really doing anything. Right. No. No. So. Well, Gaines didn't play hardly at all. No, Kimber that was so weird. How do you go? I mean, I understand he brought somebody else in, but how does he go from starting to yeah. Playing three minutes. I just I don't understand. Like Drew is Drew Pember that much worse than John Fulkerson? I guess. I guess. Because that's scary. he he is no he is sorry. I I think he is that much worse. But I don't understand. I guess Viscovi took all of his minutes. Viscovi played thirty four minutes. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. Fulkerson, though, I mean, the only person I think you can really bring in for Fulkerson right now is Kumwa. Yeah. I don't know if there's anybody else you can bring in. And it's Timber, crazy. Timber like, wouldn't fill that void now. Like there's no one else. Like you have, you either have to have Kumar or Fulkerson on the floor at one time. You can't have both of them off. Right. Right now with our size. Right. 
And that's that's coming with not having a big a true big man. No, absolutely. Absolutely. We have two fours and Pons is playing the four as a three. And he looks like our, our most polished one right now. And he's six six. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. But yeah, I mean luckily the SEC is that bad, so the SEC you know, is bad. I, I feel good. I, I don't think you have to – it's not like last year where Auburn, Kentucky, LSU, um, who else was pretty good? Mississippi State was okay. Um, I don't feel like there's anybody that's just that much better than us other than Kentucky. Right. And maybe Auburn. Auburn is yep. that much better than us, I think. Yeah. yeah. They're certainly better than us. Right. Maybe, maybe, maybe not that much better. Well, you want to go bowling? Let's go. All right. Before we do that, as a true football fan, you already know, just as sure as the seasons change, <laughs> this is going to be a fun ad to read. Tom Brady will keep the Patriots in the game. <laughs> Every weekend, our favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test. So why aren't you doing the same? We're almost halfway through the NFL season. So now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with my bookie. MyBookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football actions every weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets of any sportsbook on the planet. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with the best at MyBookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try Parlay. Pick your locks for the week, put them together in one Parlay bet. When they all come through, the rewards will be huge. Did you see him talking trash on Twitter? Iran or Iraq one? Iran, I guess. Donald Trump. Uh Oh, I didn't see that. God, I tried to stay. I think it was late last night. Anything I see like politics, I'm just like, <laughs> that was a direct threat. Sorry for talking about Donald Trump in the middle of your my bookie. <laughs> I have to now when I see huge, I have to go huge. Best part is if you join right now, my bookie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put in one thousand dollars, they'll give you one thousand dollars. That's double your initial deposit. You can use on all your favorite picks. Just use the promo code chair to activate the offer. That's promo code C-H-A-I-R to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Bowl games, I'm out of the competition. No, I'm not. I can tie it. You can tie it? Yeah, but I think we're going to have at least at least one of the same picks. So. Yeah, you're, uh, my record is 21-13, and 13 and you are 23-11. and 11. That's not bad. It's not, no, that's, pretty that's well. good. I'm, pretty I'm, well. I'm pleased with mine. Mine... Could be better, but yours is yours is pretty solid. Yeah, I like it. So, because um, I'm not that great at like I'm terrible. I'm pretty good at picking games, but I'm not I'm not great at picking scores. I'm both bad at both. So like picking, <laughs> like obviously the Tennessee score, I was way off. I right. had thirty eight to thirty. Yeah, but what did you have? Do you remember? It's like thirty four to twenty or something like that. It's not. I mean. They got their score pretty close. That's about yeah. it. <laughs> That's about it. Um, I don't. I don't know if we picked any scores other than the Tennessee. No, we haven't. But yeah, you won on Nevada. I picked Ohio. You picked Nevada. Or sorry, other way around. Because um, Nevada lost. And then, yeah, and I was already down one before okay. that. So we we picked the rest together. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Cincinnati uh, against Boston College. That game got pushed back. So far, because it started like four, right? Three, I guess. Yeah. And then got pushed back into our game. <laughs> Lightning, I think. Yeah, and then it went to ESPNU or something like that. Yeah. And then uh, Southern Miss versus Tulane. 
Did that game win? Did that get that right? Or did we both miss it? I might have given the wrong record. <laughs> uh, I picked two lion. And they won? Yeah. Yeah, we both picked one. Okay, yeah. I was just making sure they won. I was like, I don't think I checked that. Um, but yeah, so bowl season is almost over. We have one more game to pick. Technically two more games. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll But one more bowl games. game. The other one's a playoff. Uh, Louisiana, Miami in the Lending Tree Bowl. You have a pen so I can all these down? Yeah. Oh, perfect. I'll forget them. Um, I'm going to go with the Raging Cajuns. Over Miami. Okay. I like that. I'm going to ball, ball suit. So. The line's 14, so. Yeah. We should tie this one. <laughs> all right. Who you got in the playoff? I got LSU. I just think they're rolling, and it, it wouldn't surprise me if Clemson won just because they always seem to find a way to they turn do. it on. They do. But I just think the way LSU is playing offensively, I, I don't think you stop them. No, I'm, I'm kind of with you there. It's, I think it can be a shootout. I think LSU will win by – 10-ish points. Yeah. 10, 14 uh, points. I would, I would think so, too. Um, but I think it's going to be Clemson trying to keep up with LSU. If LSU's defense plays really well, really well, it, it won't be a close game. No. And I, I do think LSU's defense is better than Clemson's. Yes, I do, too. So Clemson's defense surprised me in State, though. Yeah, they did. They did. They did, they did play well. And, and they have some some great players. Isaiah Simmons is insane. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, I mean, they have really good players on that defense, but it's just a different – LSU is a different monster. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I, I think no matter – if it was Ohio State, I would say the same thing. I think they would beat them too by 10 or so points. Interesting. So, apparently – by the way, Emily texted me. Apparently, Derek Carr was in uh, Johnson City today. For what? I don't know. He uh, – one of her friends served him. Oh, nice. So, I guess because he's not playing in the playoffs, so he can go wherever he wants. He goes to Johnson City. That's oh, yeah, I thought that's interesting. But when I was Gruden with him too. Yeah. Oh, here, here's how the groomers started. <laughs> this is again. Exactly. He's in East Tennessee <laughs> looking for land. Here they go. Or maybe he sent Derek Carr to look for him. Yeah. No, oh, dude. I, so I'm into serving. Made me think of this. So. Um, the people who sit beside us, it was like, I guess it was maybe dad or grandpa and a little kid sat like right in front at of LSU. Yeah. Yeah. At yeah, the yeah. LSU game. Yeah. Um, and so we all got free Chick-fil-A. We hit enough oh, threes. Oh, no, it's Sunday. No, no, you haven't got it. No, I haven't got it. But we hit, I think we had to hit seven, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we hit six. They get up and like, we're going to, we're going to go wait for the next one. So the dad may not have been, or grandfather may not have been thinking that. The, the kid said that to me. So the uh, dad may have under understood it. Well, he told the kid, he's like, let's go, let's go. Okay. And so, I don't, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm I'm just wrong. telling you, yeah. But I, I like to think this is what, what they thought. They actually thought that they were going to give everybody in that place a Chick-fil-A sandwich if we had seven. They had that many chicken sandwiches ready. That would have been amazing, just 20,000. And you don't get them if you don't score. They get colder as the game goes along. Yeah. Well, like, what if you? What do they do with all those Chick-fil-A sandwiches if you don't get it? They throw them out. I guess so, yeah. But, yeah, they actually, like, went up and waited on us to hit that 7-3 because they thought they were going to get a well, Chick-fil-A Well, they came sandwich. back with a hot dog and pretzel. They did, they did come back with some food. They came back with some food. It so wasn't got, Chick-fil-A, though. Yeah, got taken care of. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was funny. No, it was. 
You ready for some segments? Yeah, let's get it. You, uh, oh, we didn't even like talk about the NFL. Are... Oh, we didn't talk about Oh, no, I didn't. Will you do the Blue Chew ad, though? Yeah. Or you can do it before segments. What do you prefer? Uh, I'll just go ahead and do it. Real quick, real quick. Um, guys, remember the days when you're always ready to go. Now you can increase your performance with that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. Brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or not, on a full or empty stomach. And since they are chewable, they work up twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Pun intended. If you can benefit from the extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. They're prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in a pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S. of A, baby, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we can get a special offer for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free using the promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com, promo code ARMCHAIR to try it for free. Just pay the $5 shipping. They're better, cheaper, faster. They're the only one you should use. BlueChew, go check them out. BlueChew. You don't like being caught off guard, do you? I don't. Don't ever be caught off guard again with no. Bluetooth. Yeah. Playoffs. Arises. Arises. Do that again. Arises. Playoffs. Playoffs. Dude, what about the Titans? Titan the F up. Titan up. Dude, I love it. No, no, like I love it. I love to see the Titans doing well. And I love that the Patriots got beat in the process of the Titans doing well. Yeah, and I think that's kind of like I'm not a Titans fan, but just like seeing Tom Brady lose in the wild right. card and Belichick lose in Foxborough, I just thought that was forgot. Yeah, no, like to a team in Tennessee, and I, I mean, I guess I claim Titan fandom when people ask, just because they're a Tennessee team. I've never had an NFL team, so it's just yeah, yeah, Titans. But I'm not a Titans fan. I'm more with you. Like I'm very happy to see a, t- a Tennessee team doing well. Yeah. Kind of like the Preds. Like, if someone was like, oh, who's your favorite hockey team? I'd be like, ah, oh, the Preds. Like, right. Just because I don't have an NHL team. And if but, I had, like, a second favorite team, it would probably be the Tots because I keep up with them because they're always on TV. Right. But it's, yeah. I mean, I, I, there's a, it's weird because it's not like just where you're from in the NFL. I, right. I, and we kind of talked about this how it's the Titans weren't good. So it was, you know, other te- like you liked other teams for different reasons. I never watched the Titans growing up, and I had an Eddie George jersey, but like I never like we didn't watch the Titans. We watched like the best game on, like it was the Cowboys or Green Bay or mm-hmm. like someone like that. So me and my dad always watch the Titans because, like I said, they're always on. Right. But I guess it's that easy that easy being a Cowboys fan because they're right. always on too. Right. Exactly. Not me though. But yeah, like that was that was kind of like. I guess for Titans fans, it was kind of like seeing Tennessee beat Alabama. Yeah. Just yeah. like that dynasty. But if it's anything like... It's going to be insane. And it's it's a home game if it happens this year. Yeah. Which is going to be great. I can't the, okay, so like, I don't know I don't know where I am. I definitely wouldn't want it to be like Clemson and I can't remember what other schools do it, where they storm the field every game. Yeah, like, that's... I don't want Tennessee to have that. But do you storm the field if you beat Alabama? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm gone. Like a Are you leading the charge? Oh, yeah. How would you go about doing it? How would I go? Like, how would you get people to rally with you? 
without tipping off security. Like you've got to, you've got to get a quick movement going. Okay. But you cannot arouse suspicion. Right. Um, <laughs> so everybody that comes to the more important issues tailgate. Okay. We're all going to have a secret code. And that person tells two other people. And then those two people tell yes. two other. Yeah. We're going to have like a, it's like, like a, a Ponzi Morse scheme. code kind of thing, but it's like a Ponzi scheme too. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. All right. But we're all going to be in agreement. like we beat Alabama. We're all rushing the field. Yeah. It's but like the, they can't get us off. It's like the. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. explain that to me, how they never know. Like, oh, we're about to. Something bad's about to happen every time they hear that. I work with a guy who does the security for the games. And I'll just straight up ask him. I'm like, do they actually take you to jail? Because if, if there's no like real punishment for that. I mean, obviously. Streaking, I'm pretty like, sure they haul you off to jail. <laughs> But if you beat Alabama, like, oh no, no no! If you beat Alabama, all hundred thousand people, I assume will go. Yeah, Florida. I thought people would try. No one even tried. I thought people would try. I didn't want to for Florida. I kind of did, just because I want to do it. But the frustrating <laughs> part about Florida, though, is like they're beating us and they're not like, great. But getting like dominated by Alabama sucks. Now, I'm, obviously, I don't want to lose to Florida. I'm not saying that. I mean, like. Do we do we have a buy after Alabama this year? I don't know more than my thought is like you're gonna let Garth Brooks tear up the field. Might as well like, the fans. Yeah, you might as well if you beat Alabama. <laughs> I, I was surprised. I was surprised nobody got a uh, subtweeted by the turf management people because the checkerboards in Jacksonville ended up looking like trash. Yeah, yeah. That field looked terrible. Yeah, it did. <laughs> It looked good when they painted it, though. It did, they, they man. Had Fresh a, paint, nobody on it. It had a great fantastic. filter on those pictures. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. But yeah, the Titans, just ride that horse, baby. Ride freaking Derrick Henry. They have a chance against Lamar Jackson? Oh, I don't know. They're good. They are. But I think the way the way the Titans' defense looks, and it's, it's good for the Titans' fans because I think that defense is going to be there to stay because – you lead the charge with Kevin Byard. He's only 26. He's a young guy. Rashawn Evans. Um, who's who's the other one? Uh, Harold Landry. I, I think those three guys are going to be stars. Um, and they're super young. I, I think – is Harold Landry – are they both rookies, right? They are. Am I thinking that right? Or am I thinking they're 2018? I'm not sure. You should say rookie or – Those no. have his date of birth and not say how long he's been in the league. Yeah, sometimes they'll say like rookie and I want to okay like numbers. Yeah, so this is his second year. That's okay. that's okay. They're not rookies, but yeah, Rashawn Evans, Harold Landry, they're still in that rookie contract. I mean, there's some stars on that defense, and for them to hold Tom Brady and the Patriots yeah. to um, what was it twenty points? 13 no, points. thirteen. Thirteen yeah. points. 13. Yeah, fourteen. Or thirteen. And it was crazy because Logan Ryan. Um, dropped a – it would have been a pick six yeah. at the um, end of that first half. Mm. And then he was the one to to get that tip pass and run all the way for a touchdown. It it kind of looked like the same play almost. Oh, my gosh, dude. I was thinking they just let the, they just let the Patriots back in this game. Oh, yeah, when they dropped that? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. When they – when he returned it back for six. Because, like – cause when okay, so when Brett – when they had to punt, I was like, oh, man, they're giving Tom Brady the ball back with – 30 seconds left or something like that. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, he'll score. 
And oh, then, yeah, they punt, you... then the punt, ha- punt happened, and I was like, oh, never mind. Nope, we're good. Then the pick six, that only put them up by seven. seven. I was like, crap, they're going to go down. You let them back into it. Yeah, like they're going to score with, you know, 15 seconds left or whatever. And What's great is. But no, that was just, again, the Tennessee fan, the Vol fan. You, get, you gave him some time, but it wasn't like Aaron Rodgers' time where no. he can just launch it 80 yards to the end zone. Right. Tom Brady can only throw it like 10 yards. Yeah, he, so. needs, he needs at least like a minute 40. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I was like, oh, they just let him back in this game. Yeah. I was like, I hope that doesn't happen, but I wouldn't be mad because that would just be all time, all worldly. And then the all the games have been like close. Yeah, the Bills they, game was a good game too. Yeah, they went to overtime. Did you get to watch that game? I did. Yeah, I, I thought the Bills were going to pull it out, but was Fieldhouse crazy for the Titans game? There's a lot of people here. Yeah, was it like fun, like a good environment, or was it? Yeah, I thought it was. Like, were people there to, like, watch the Titans game? Or was it just kind of yes. like yeah, that, some people were watching and some people watching other games? There was very few like, people that fans. left after the Bills-Houston game. There were, like, Titans fans there, though, like, cheering. and Oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. There's also Patriots fans there, too. Really? Of course. Yeah. There's always some. Oh, God. He just, he just, gave, it. He just gave it to him. Um, yeah, every game's been good. Buffalo was up, and then Houston came back and, and won that game. And then and this Seattle game is going to finish well, too. Yeah, everything's close. This is good playoff football. Saints-Vikings went to overtime? Yeah, and Minnesota won um, on a touchdown like the, the on the last play. So yep. the Saints, again, just like – that's the third I – think, I think I saw that right. It's the third time – it's the third straight time that they've lost on the final play in the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. So, what happened three years ago? That was the one with, like, the miss – or two years ago. Sorry. The miss, like – Tackle. Was it a tackle or a catch? I thought he missed a wide-open interception. Like, in Stephon just, Diggs hands. caught the ball, and instead of, like, hitting it, he just kind of let up, and Stephon Diggs landed and turned around and That's right. That's what it was. Okay. I couldn't house. remember. I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah. And then last year is obviously the Rams, the the no, yeah, 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 the no call. Some people wanted pi. I mean, and it it's, was, it's but hilarious. It really, it's called there because they're both picking and fighting. Because today Kyle Rudolph catches that touchdown. He obviously pushes off, but they right. don't call it. They don't even review it, right? Because they know it's not going to be overturned. But just they have that rule in place because of the Saints and and Rams, and then. The Saints get. The rule wasn't even like. Right. Wasn't utilized. Right. Which hadn't been utilized all year. Were any overturned? Very. I think there hasn't been one since like week two or three or something like that. It's it's like nearly, like you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning. Right. That's funny. Anything else for playoffs? No. I'm Ready for some segments? It's good. I'm excited to see next week too. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I don't think – I'm with you. I don't think the Titans can do it. But, man, won't it be fun. Do you think Jawan Jennings still has that trophy? I don't know. Maybe. You think he just took it's it It's possible. Home? Like, you it, think Bruce is like, yeah, just take that thing home. It's 100% possible. It's hilarious. Most got, important. Uh, most important? Yeah, Vince Carter. He is now officially the first NBA player in history to play in four separate decades. How crazy is that? That is wild. That's a weird stat to hear. Yep. That man is old. Dude, I have some I've had something stuck in my throat the entire show. This is like feeling rough. 
Rough and route, baby. Nice. Most important, I think all I have is a fail. Yeah, all I've got's a fail. That's so disappointing. You got any more most important? I actually have another um, question. Oh, question. Volfan73, I would love to hear what you think about all the Georgia players that act like babies and didn't play in the bowl game last night. It seems to me that they were a little mad about the playoffs. What What did you think? I think a lot of it is – I really don't know much about the situations. I mean, that, there was a lot. I mean, there was some that was getting ready for draft. Some, I think, wanted to sit out because they plan on transferring. Mm, interesting. Um, and then some were injured, but there was a lot of those, like there was a, a list of them and a lot, some of them had injuries and then some of them didn't have anything. Huh. It was like undisclosed, undisclosed, undisclosed. Right. I'm just like, that's, that's weird. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, surely Georgia at this point, you're just like, yeah, we're not going to win a national championship. Right. We're going to choke it away somehow. To not, to be that mad. And like you're playing in a big bowl game, it's not like you're playing in, you know, the Lending Tree Bowl. Like you're playing in the Erie Six Bowl. So I I just don't. No, I don't get it either. But I mean, obviously, there's going to be hurt people, and then people that are intent on transferring, and it's just going to always be that way. Yep. So did someone sit out specifically to prepare for the draft? Like they're like Andrew Thomas because Cade Mays played left tackle. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, I, I think that's crap. I think it's crap to – and I, I've always said this. You know, unless you have an, a nagging injury and you don't want it to get injured anymore, right. then a, a bowl game isn't for you. Like Christian McCaffrey, I would hesitate to – like he was dealing with an injury. So for him to sit out and – because he was going to be a top ten pick, for him to sit out, that was probably it was a, smart on right. his part. But, like, if I'm if I'm able to play, I'm going to play. No, yeah, and I'm I'm not going to quit on my team because that's that's one more game that you could help that program, right? And boosting it in the right direction. That's and I love how, you know, I feel like we have some guys this year that'll get drafted, and they can only help their case by playing. Um, But I'm glad we didn't really have anybody that kind of questioned playing. No, yeah, that's always that's always good. You definitely appreciate that. Yep. Uh, Any more most most importance? Most important. Uh, the Michigan kicker, Quinn Norton, kicked a 57-yard field goal. Oh, wow. I didn't see that. In their bowl game. Or no? I don't. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to go 57-yarder. That's insane. Yeah. Dude, I was watching those. So everybody's doing, doing that replay of the South Carolina-Michigan outback fumble. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people like – yeah, Michigan wears Jordan now. And their white jerseys look awesome, by the way. Right. But that period where they wore like those really, really old throwbacks all the time, those like old Adidas long sleeve ones, mm-hmm. those were terrible. Oh yeah. Those were the worst things. Yep. Of all time. That's they were wearing the away version of that in the Ugh. in the Outback Bowl and what what year was that? Like twelve, two thousand twelve maybe? Yeah, something like that. That was butt. Ugh. Don't like that. Week? I do. Uh, my first one is Marshawn Lynch going ass clapping on the sidelines. <laughs> Has his bare ass out on the sidelines. I think he was getting something on like his back, his lower back or something. But I yeah, love his, that they weren't like in the like they have those training tents now. Yeah, they could put that on. But this man's whole ass is out. For I mean, I guess I could just if you can see that, like that man. Can you see it? Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah, oh yeah, you can very well. 
Wow. That's, that's a whole ass. That's good quality right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, My fail is Joe Moorhead. Oh. So, not to, not because he got fired. I will never, never get out of man because he got fired. But, because before being fired, after the old Miss game, he said, this is my team, this is my school, this is my program, you'll have to drag my inky ass out of here. Oh. I guess they drug his Yankee ass out of there. I guess they did. That's hilarious. I love that. The, the irony that can't be written. Yeah, that's that's rough. It's, it's too good. Um, My next one is Bruce Arians. Oh. He said uh, after their game the other day, he said, with another quarterback, Question mark? Oh yeah. If we can win with the with this one, we can definitely win with another one too. <laughs> Talking about Jameis Winston. Yeah. I'm like, wow. That's ugh. Yeah. And I know Jameis Winston, like he's a laughing stock for the amount of picks, but he also threw for the most yards. He's not he's not gonna be in uh Tampa next definitely year. Definitely not. There's no, no way. There's no way. I was like, dude, you can't really just as a head coach, you can't say no, that you about say that. any player, and let alone like your franchise quarterback. No, absolutely not. Ooh, I thought they meant. I thought they lost yeah. that. That's all I got. That's all you got. Yeah. Ooh, look at that. Made good time. Yeah, I like it. Guys, thank you all so much for listening, watching. Um, remember to check us out. You can check us out on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play, where there's podcast. You can find us. Um, next coming up. South Carolina, I guess, on Saturday, right? Yeah. It's next on the list? I think so. I believe so, too. So Is it at home? Yes. Oh, okay. Because Red Panda will be there. I don't oh. know if that's the next game. I'm not really sure. Uh, regardless, it is. We will see you on Wednesday, and we'll, we'll look, at the, uh, look at the South Carolina game. Yeah, we're also going to try to get some. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We play Missouri at Missouri. Ooh, do we have any Tuesday voicemails? Oh, shoot, we do. Will it take you a while to get those? Um, give me like one second. Okay. We're also going to do something where we can get some Vol Twitter people on here. Just kind of talk about the Vols. You know, say whatever they want. Do whatever they want. Um, just get some people in here that, you know, really knows the ins and outs of this fan base and wants to share their thoughts. Yeah. So we're going to get some people on there to just kind of – Open it up a little bit more and get more personable for everybody else. So if you want to do that, let us know. And we can, we, we can set that up. Because we love... And you can always leave a voicemail. I'm going to go ahead and look up that voicemail number. Um, Alright, I got it. You got it? Yeah, I think so. I guess we'll shut them. See? Let me, tell, let me tell them that voicemail number just real quick. Ugh. It's on down here. Voicemail number is 865-257-9539. Again, 865-257-9539. Go check that out. We need to come up with like a cool like ending 9539. What's like a word we could do that with? We'll, we'll think of it. <laughs> playing words with friends right now. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I can't listen. Oh, shoot.
I should have screened these. <laughs> We're going to turn that one off there. <laughs> Did he just go nuts? No, it was, it was pretty good. We'll, we'll, I'll play it for you later. Okay. Let's see. We got one more. Um, let me let me screen it real quick. All right, we can play that one. Oh, it didn't play, so we're good. It didn't play. I'll have to figure this out later. All right, guys. Well, sorry for the technical difficulties. Yeah, we'll we'll try know. to get that to them um, next week. Well, yeah, we'll have it for you on Wednesday. Wednesday. And then Landon gave you the uh, number you can number? call in. Leave us a vo- like it doesn't have to be a game. You can leave us a voicemail anytime. Yeah, um, we'd love to just add some some quality content in here. So um, that's less we have to do if you do it. So that's all we got. You got anything? No. All right, we're bringing the boat in, and we out.